0: Rosh Hashanah is almost here. Time to dip apples in honey and to hopefully dip deep down into our hearts and minds and souls and really appreciate what life is all about. Shalom, everybody, and welcome to Rabbi E in 3. I'm Rabbi Yosef Edelstein. That's Rabbi E for short. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the last episode of the calendar year in the Jewish calendar, 5782. Yes, it is. I'm, re- I'm recording this hours before Rosh Hashanah, so I really have to hurry and make it a an especially speedy burst of Jewish wisdom. But welcome if you're a new listener. And if you're not, you might be saying, if you're a regular, you might be saying, Rabbi E in 5782, I hope you're saying you didn't put out enough episodes because there were gaps in your Production and distribution, and I say, indeed, you're right, and it's a goal of mine, a resolve of mine. In fifty-seven eighty-three, the year coming upon us, God willing, for good and for blessing, that I will be more regular in my output of Rabbi Ian three. But right now, I'm seizing the moment. I'm I'm actually recording. I'm in front of a microphone, and there's even a shield in front of the microphone. I hope it inc- it improves the sound quality. The p the p's and the s's and the t's. But in any case, um, it's the end of the year. It's the beginning of the new year, Rosh Hashanah is coming, and I want to share with you a few ideas that I hope will inspire you, they're going to inspire me, I hope, as I share them, about the power and opportunity of Rosh Hashanah. The beginning of the year, the first 10 days of the year have a special power from Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur. They're powerful days that we can chart a course for the whole year. We can skate smoothly ahead, rapidly, briskly. I call them Zamboni days. In fact, there's a podcast episode about a year ago about that because these 10 days of the new year, the first 10 days of the year are supercharged with a potential that God put in the, the rink of life that we can skate more smoothly. The ice is smooth. Any efforts we put out spiritually, our words, our prayers, our resolves, our sincere desire and and will to make ourselves anew, to renew ourselves. God is renewing us on Rosh Hashanah, literally in the whole creation. But our desire is so important. And if we do that, we can skate beautifully, smoothly into the new year. I mentioned our desire because, you know, I I, I mentioned my spotty output of Rabbi Ian 3 a few minutes ago. And my first instinct, of course, is to say, well, in the coming year, God willing, I'll be more regular. But... Yeah, it's true. God, we we have, we depend a lot on God willing in the world. We even mentioned that on Rosh Hashanah, right? What happens in the, the 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 episodes of our life, the episodes of our life, so to speak, and the happenings? Yes, God is in control, but but we have to be willing. It's Rabbi E willing to get out the podcast regularly, right? It's every one of us willing. What kind of person we want to be in the coming year, and that is a huge part of Rosh Hashanah. Um, it is highlighted actually before Rosh Hashanah in the Torah portion we read right before Rosh Hashanah, always, Nitzavim, at the end of the book of Deuteronomy, Moshe Rabbeinu, on the last day of his life, you can imagine, as he's about to leave this world, he, he distills his whole vision of the meaning of existence and of our Jewish existence and human existence into these powerful, dramatic words. He says, we always read them right before Rosh Hashanah, we read them yesterday, Shabbat and Shul, see I have placed before you today the life and the good, the death and the evil. And then he elaborates a little bit, but then comes back to the same theme. I call heaven and earth today to bear witness against you. He's talking to the whole Jewish people in a mass assembly. I have placed life and death before you, blessing and curse. You shall choose life. (laughs) That's the theme of Rosh Hashanah. That we should choose life. Now wait, 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 Hold on. What, what does it mean, choose life? I mean, who doesn't choose life? I mean, that—that's obvious. Moshe Rabbeinu. Who wants to die? Well, uh, that's not such a simple question, actually, because of course we know how much we treasure being alive in this physical world. Whenever we're in danger or sick, or God forbid, there's some threat imagined or real, th- the depth of our desire to be alive in this world and and the appreciation of the beauty comes out. in full force but we don't always live that way and we often live on automatic pilot or frankly wanting to escape into sleep unconsciousness unconsciousness, sedation (laughs) various kinds right So, so Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't just say choose to breathe another breath, choose existence, even though that's not a small thing sometimes in life. We go through difficulties, God forbid. But like, no, he says life. He means something more than just mere animal existence. And actually, he even elaborates that, elaborates on that because he says, I place before you today the life and the good and the death and the evil. And he, he, he explains what is the vision of life and good, or rather the good that we can do that will lead to true life. He says, that which I command you today, to love Hashem your God, to walk in his ways, which our rabbis always explain means to develop yourself into a an, an ethically excellent and benevolent person, to walk in his ways, to observe his commandments, his decrees, and his ordinances, that you will live. So that's true life according to the vision of Moshe Rabbeinu and according to the Torah. And really, deep down, we know also that that's true life. And that's the life we hope we're thinking about on Rosh Hashanah, right? Of course, on Rosh Hashanah and in the ten days of return, where through Yom Kippur, days when we're taught Hashem looks at us and we're supposed to look at ourselves, and Hashem is s- surveying His whole creation and see how seeing how each person is fitting in or not fitting in as well as they could to the scheme of creation. So, of course, we want physical life and we pray for physical life. But let, let's boil it down to this: Is it just about sushi? Now think, hold on, okay, (laughs) maybe that's not a fair question, because sushi, we Jews love sushi, and sushi is really special, but... We're not just davening for another year of sushi and hamburger, kosher hamburgers, right? We want some Sinai thrown in with the sushi, huh? A life of meaning, of purpose, of doing good deeds, of righteousness. We know, every one of us knows, that's the true essence of life. To, to do good, to help others, to actualize your potential. And the truth is we say that in Rosh Hashanah because over and over again we say, remember us for life O king who desires life. Yes, that sounds just a life in general, which again is beautiful. It's beautiful to breathe the fresh air, the fall air. It's beautiful to eat sushi. Make a blessing before it because that connects the pleasure to something higher, which is the Jewish attitude. Don't be a foodie, be a Yehudi. Thank God for all the beautiful food and sushi we have. Connect it back to the source. But in any case, of course, a physical life we want. But we say, remember us for life, O king who desires life, and inscribe us in the book of life. Here are the words, for your sake oh, living God. That's the ultimate clarification I think we're supposed to get to on Rosh Hashanah, that we want to live a life of connection to our deepest selves, our souls, to the souls of others, to other people, to the reality of God in this world. Um, that's what the kind of life we want. And we want to connect deeply as individuals and as a whole creation, it's a striking part of your, of Rosh Hashanah that so many of the prayers focus on the whole world coming together. We say, let the whole world unite as a single society to do your will wholeheartedly, Hashem. That's the vision of Rosh Hashanah. It's a universal revision. And you know why? Let me get to a really important point as we, as we start to uh, navigate towards the end of this, Rabbi Ian 3, last one of 5782. Why is it so universal? Well, the Torah is universal. Torah is not just a guidebook for the Jewish people, though we have a special covenant with God. And Rosh Hashanah hopefully is, is an opportunity for us Jewish people to renew that covenant to, to be a whole a special people in God's creation with a mission of reflecting values of monotheism and righteousness in the world. But Rosh Hashanah is the anniversary of what? Our rabbis tell us, the creation of Adam Rishon, the first human being, all mankind has its birthday on Rosh Hashanah and every one of us Jew and Gentile is descended from Adam Rishon and the purpose of creation and the fulfillment of God's kingship which is another big theme of Rosh Hashanah is only is only culminates when the whole world when all of God's creation all and human beings leading the way cuz we're supposed to lead the way acknowledge God and godliness in the world and unite as a single society to do his will wholeheartedly as we say so beautifully in the Rosh Hashanah prayer so it's a beautiful day two days and then 10 days of returning to this vision of what life really can be at its deepest level we're supposed to do by the way we'll talk more about it I hope we're supposed to do extra good deeds in the first 10 days of the year when the ice is smooth we're supposed to skate harder skate longer take on more mitzvot study more pray more you say why you're faking God out huh no 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 you're Tapping into your true self, your your deepest self. Your yes. The rest of the year we might not skate as as much, and the ice definitely will get more you know, choppy and and uh, and hard to, to to skate around. But we can put forth our best effort and start the year really trying to live up to the the ideal neshama, the ideal spiritual. Unique person that each one of us is with extra deeds of righteousness and extra prayers, and most of all, perhaps a deeper rut zone, a deeper will to do good and to be good. I think, really, I've said so much, more than I intended, probably. I'm not saying it was so much content, a lot of words, but in any case, I wish for you and for myself and for the whole world that it should be a beautiful and uplifting Rosh Hashanah, a kassiva chassima tova. We should be inscribed in the Book of Life and uh, hear me again, I hope, and often and regularly, and I'll talk to you, I hope, regularly and often in 5783. Shana tova, umitzuka, have a sweet and happy new year.